Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your unlimited love. We praise you, Father, that you are present here today. Your godly presence here is wonderful for us. Lord, we want you to praise everyone and bless every one of us through your word. Fill the church with your Holy Spirit. And touch every one of us according to your needs from your word. Because your word is word of life. Your word is always positive and amen. Praise you, Father, we pray in your holy name. I don't know how many of you will remember, but last time I preached, I preached about friendship. When I meditate in this direction, what are the needs of the people living in the 21st century? There are many needs. The world is in turmoil. Different countries are in turmoil. Many countries are in need of peace. Many countries are suffering from famine. They need food. Uh, nearly all the countries in the world have economic problems. And some countries suffer particularly because of illness. But there is one problem that I think, one thing that I think is the same throughout the world. We will refer to that later, that living in today's world, what is our greatest need? Uh, you can put that question to yourselves and answer, what is the need of the world today? In one word, yeah. Jesus. People need love, patience, friendship, uh, I don't know how many of you watched this program on television or whether it's still continuing. The name of the program was Secret Millionaires. Different people who had great wealth. Uh, 
in disguise, these billionaires were going to poor and deprived areas of the country. And were meeting with different people. And they were selecting what need these different people had. Uh, and uh, they were making every endeavor to make correct selection and help these people with the needs that they had. Um, if we analyze the life of these people, it was both good and bad. I don't mean the millionaires. Uh, but uh, the millionaires, by selecting some of these people, truly were showing them grace. Nobody obliged them to carry out this duty. But they were approaching people and they were transferring their grace to these people. Maybe some of these people were not even worthy. Yes, uh, maybe I think I can briefly say in three words what is the greatest need of the world today. And in three words it would be grace, love and fellowship. And we see that uh, Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians verse 13 uh, discusses this very beautifully. And you see these three characteristics in God. In the Father, his love, the grace of Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So when we say that the need of the people of the world today is Jesus Christ, it is truly so. Why? Because Jesus Christ has transferred his grace to us. He has saved us through his godly love. And through his heavenly spirit, he is continuously in fellowship with us. Recently, I was meditating on the word grace. I was meditating on the portion of the Bible where Apostle Paul continuously or three times asks um, God to deliver him from that thorn in his flesh and God's reply to him is my grace is sufficient for you. I used to think that is this a sufficient reply for Apostle Paul? He was suffering. The word grace has been repeated in the Bible about 200 times. 56 times in the Old Testament. 146 times in the New Testament. 
104 of those in the letters of Apostle Paul. If we make a comparison uh, and see that out of those numbers in the New Testament, 104 belonged to the letters of written by Apostle Paul, we then understand that he had truly grasped the meaning of the word grace. Before I go any further, um, although I'm talking right now about grace, I want to say that today's message is not about grace only. Grace is part of my message. When we go deeply into the word grace, what does that word grace represent that God says to Apostle Paul, my grace is sufficient for you? When we think about it, then we realize that grace contains everything we need. There is wealth in grace. There is healing in grace. There is love in grace. In grace exists all that we need. That is why the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, if you have that, you have everything. I want to read a portion of the Bible. Luke 19. Verses 1 until 10. I want to give this portion of the Bible a particular title, The Hospitable Host. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. 
He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. So the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. Uh, as you are familiar with the story, Jesus uh, for the final time was going to go through Jerusalem, but before that he was going uh, different parts. He was going to Galilee. He was passing from Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. As Anita touched on it in worship, Jesus was going to go to Jerusalem for the final time. But before that, he had to pass through Jericho because he had something to carry out in Jericho. There was a huge crowd who were walking and following Jesus. The crowds had heard about Jesus. They knew about Jesus already. That's why they were following him and they were asking him for miracles and different needs. And of course, there were many people who, who were opposing him. There was one person, as it's, we read, his name was Zacchaeus. A short person. A tax collector. A person who was disliked by the others. <laughs> if there is anyone here who is a tax collector, no offense meant. In those days, Zacchaeus was employed and working for, for the Caesar of Rome. Uh, he was uh, collecting uh, taxes from the people, sometimes more than he should, and giving it to the government. A very wealthy person, a man of prestige. He hears that Jesus is passing through. I'm sure that he had heard of Jesus in the past. That's why he did what he did. 
but he wanted to go and get to know Jesus. Uh, unfortunately, because he was short through that crowd, he wasn't in a position to see Jesus. But he could have been indifferent, but putting his position aside, he looks for a tree, and it was a sycamore fig tree. Not with ease, but he climbs the tree. People are watching, what is Zacchaeus up to? He didn't mind, he wanted to get to know Jesus. For that reason, he climbs the tree. He's watching to see when is Jesus coming. Jesus sees him. Jesus knows very well that Zacchaeus wants to know him. Therefore, he looks up. And calls him by name, come down, I want to be a guest in your house. Jesus could have been indifferent to him and passed by. Amen. But Jesus looks at the desire of the heart of Zacchaeus, that Zacchaeus is searching to get to know him. For that reason, he singles him out, calls him. Imagine if Jesus is passing outside houses of parliament. The crowd are following him. And uh, members in the house of Lord are listening to this. And one of them is Alan Sugar that you know about. Wants to get to know Jesus, find out what that noise is He climbs up the railings to look and see what's going on, who is Jesus. Alan Sugar is actually short. And I am sure if Jesus was walking around the houses of parliament, they would have singled out Alan Sugar and said, I want to have a word with you in your board. Because it's valuable for Jesus Christ if there is someone who really wants to know him. One of the um, prophets says that my people perished for lack of knowledge. Isaiah says the same thing, my people become captive because of lack of knowledge. Um, Apostle Paul in Second uh, Timothy verses four and five says the same thing in a different way that Jesus Christ wants to for everybody to come and know His saving knowledge. 
ուրեմն տեսնենք աստծո խոսքի մեջ սկզբից միջև վերջ ինչքան շեշտում է աստուն ճանաչելու վրա Therefore you see that in the Bible from beginning to end what an emphasis has been placed on knowing Jesus Christ ինչքան գեղեցիկ արդյունք ունի աստուն ճանաչելը and what beautiful results it has when people know Jesus Christ. Yefor nayum ek zakheosi kanki mech yefor bartsranum e tsari vra yev uzum e Hisusin chanachi yev tesni. When we study life of Zacchaeus and he climbs up the tree and wants to get to know Jesus. Ait atvats zakheosa ait char zakheosa varnum e Hisusi enkele. That Zacchaeus who was hated by the others that Zacchaeus who had a lot of evil in him becomes a friend of Jesus. Of course it is Jesus who changes Zacchaeus and makes him his friend. When that encounter takes place and the realization comes upon Zacchaeus, he realizes and he changes. He realizes how he has abused people and how much unnecessary money he's taken from them. He realizes and therefore he says, I will give back fourfold. Zacchaeus-ը մեկ գայլ է փոխվում է ոչ թե միայն մի գարի, այլ փոխվում է մեկ հովիվի։ In reality, Zacchaeus who resembled a wolf, not only he becomes a lamb, but he becomes a shepherd as well. Իրեն կյանք փոխվում է եւ սկսում է ծառայել։ His life changes and he starts to serve. Աստծո խոսքի մեջ շատ պարագաներ կան, որ երբ մարդիկ եւ կանայք հանդիպում են եւ ճանաչում են Հիսուսին իսկապես փոփոխություններ է իրենց կյանքի մեջ There are many examples of men and women who encounter Jesus who meet with him and great changes takes place in their lives Վստահ եմ դուք շատերը շատ այդ պարագաներից գիտեք I'm sure many of you know these instances Բայց ես քանի հատ որոշել եմ այստեղ որ արագ անցնենք դրանց վրայից I've decided to touch on a few of them very quickly. Uh, in Luke 18, one verse before the story of Zacchaeus, one chapter before um, the story of Zacchaeus, There is the example of the blind person who's sitting at the gates of Jericho. Doesn't know what's going on, he can only hear. But as you know, blind people, their sense of hearing is intensified. And quickly he can form a picture as to what's going on around him. 
Therefore, when he hears the noise of the crowd, he's asking, what is going on? When he hears the name of Jesus, he's interested. He says, Jesus, have mercy on me. Some people try to calm him down, keep him quiet, be quiet. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to the crowd, a beggar, a blind beggar. Uh, because a person like him in the environment in those days had no value. But he doesn't pay attention to that. He shouts out and wants to know Jesus. That's why Jesus heals his eyes, gives him his sight back. And that blind beggar receives his healing that day. If we want to know Jesus, then we have to approach him to get to know him. The result of such an encounter, as we see in the life of the blind person, is healing. I am convinced this next person that we're going to uh, talk about also wanted to personally know Jesus. <laughs> Luke 7. Uh, he was this, uh, that was a sinful woman. When she throws herself crying at the feet of Jesus, she knows that she is a sinner and she is crying out to Jesus. And that expensive jar of perfume, she breaks at the feet of Jesus and anoints his head. She knew for whom she was carrying out she knew that Jesus was different from anyone else. When she approaches Jesus with that intense desire, even though she was aware that people around her were despising her, doesn't Jesus know who she is, what she's been up to? Nevertheless, she doesn't care. She just wants to have that encounter with Jesus. That's why she receives her forgiveness of sins from Jesus at that instant. Jesus tell her, go and sin no more. Your sins have been forgiven. Uh, an old man Nicodemus by the name of Nicodemus uh, he was a man of high power, prestige in the community. 
He puts that to one side, his position. At night he goes to visit Jesus. He asks him, what is the truth? Teach me. That man, Nicodemus, who was a teacher, at that instant becomes a student. And Jesus starts to explain to him what is to be born again. And at the end of that fellowship with Jesus becomes the day that he receives new birth. If Nicodemus hadn't gone to visit Jesus that night, I don't think he would have had new birth. We don't know. That is my conviction. Because he was desirous of get uh, to know Jesus, and because he went and took that step, he received what he was looking for. Uh, in John chapter four, we see the story of a Samaritan woman. Uh, when we goes to draw out water from the well, uh, Jesus goes up to her and says, can I have some water? Because there should not have been a relationship between the Jews and the Samaritans, let alone a woman. But we see that when Jesus takes the first step of speaking to the woman, the woman very much wants to know Jesus. At the end of the long conversation that she has with Jesus, we see that the fruit of that encounter is that she realizes what the truth is. And having grasped the truth, she goes back to her village and says, come, I have found what the truth is. In order to know Jesus Christ, when we take the first step, many truths are revealed to us. And as a result of that, we even become capable of evangelizing about that truth to others. At the beginning, I talked about grace. Um, according to the word of God, in order to be able to know Jesus, we need his grace. He doesn't keep that away from anybody. Second Corinthians 12. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, chapter 12, verse 9. 
իմ շնորքը, որովհետև իմ զորությունը տկարության մեջ է կատարվում։ Արդ ավելի հոժարությամբ իմ տկարություններովը կպարձենան, որ Քրիստոսի զորությունը բնակվե ինձ անում։ My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Ինչպես ասացին Պողոսի կյանքի մեջ այս շնորքը շատ շատ մեծ խորհուրդ եւ մեծ իմաստ ուներ։ As I've already said in the life of Apostle Paul, the word grace has a huge impact and meaning. Գիտեք, աստծո խոսքը մեզի քաջալերում է, մեզ մղում է, մեզի խրախուսում է, որ գնանք ավելի աստծուն ճանաչենք։ The word of God encourages us and motivates us to go and know him even more in our everyday life. This is very interesting to note that the word of God says that God knows every one of us. Every, he knows every one of us by our name. By our name. The name that we have been called by our parents. Such a God, is he not worthy of for us to go and know him as much as we can know him? God knows us by our name. In John chapter 10, he introduces himself to us as the kind, merciful shepherd. And he says that I call my sheep, they know my voice and they follow me. In the Middle Eastern countries in those days, uh, the people who had big, huge flocks, they had camels, sheep, uh, cattle. Uh, there were special shepherds who were shepherding these uh, animals. Their job was, their service was uh, shepherding the flocks. And uh, it would happen sometimes that in a big field there were thousands of thousands of animals and four or five shepherds were shepherding them all. <laughs> their duty was to take the herds from their homes, take them to the fields, to the pastures, and then returning them back home to their uh, uh, all the shepherds were collecting their herds from the same particular place. But the interesting point is the following. Every shepherd had their own particular way of voice and way of calling their flocks. 
ոչխարները եւ այդ հոտի կենթանիները ճանաչում են իրենց հովիվի ձայնը and every single animal could recognize the voice of their own shepherd and when a particular shepherd was calling the right herd was following the right shepherd yes karsnam drama ter isusa ais nemushn e berum vor martik imanum in vor hovivi yev hoti kapa inch pesa I think the reason Jesus Christ has given this example in the book is so that people will realize what the relationship is between the shepherd and the flock. This is why he said, my flock, my sheep, know my voice. Isn't it amazing that the creator of the universe knows every single one of us? Yev shot drama 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 dragon evor menk hel uzenank aispisi astum chanachenk. Therefore it is very logical that we should want to know a god like this. Երկու համար կկարդամ 3 համարները ուտիո։ Three verses I'm going to read for you. Եվ այս կվերջացնեմ։ And finish my message. Առաջին գտնվում է երկրորդ Պետրոս 3:18-ի մեջ։ 2 Peter 3:18 Էսպես ասում։ Եվ աճեցեք մեր տեր եւ փրկիչ Հիսուս Քրիստոսի շնորհքովը եւ գիտությունովը։ Նրան լինի փարք եւ հիմա եւ մինչեւ հավիտենական օրն։ Ամեն grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord jesus christ who is from now until eternity yekrot hamar kogosatsits 1 9 ev 10 hamare the second verse i'll translate for you nora hamar menkel ayn oritsa hete vor lesetsink chenk datarum zes hamar aghot kanelutz ev khntrvats matutsanelutz vor letsvik nora kamki gitutyunova amen imastutyunov եւ հոգեվոր հանճարով որ դու գնաք ինչպես արժանի է տիրոջը ամեն բանի մեջ հաճո լինելով նրան ամեն բարի գործով պատղաբեր լինիք եւ աճիկ աստծո գիտության մեջ there from uh, from that day on when we have heard about you we continue continuously pray about you so that you will grow in the knowledge of god and you will find out what his perfect will is for your life and the final one That's the one that our brother loves very much. Yes, first three verses. Hosea. կկենթանացնե երկու օրից հետո երրորդ օրը նա մեզ կկանգնեցնե եւ մենք կապրենք նրա առաջը եւ կճանաչենք եւ էլ կհետևենք ճանաչելու տիրոջը արշալույսիպես պատրաստ է նրա ելքը եւ նա պիտի գամես համար անձրևիպես վերջի անձրևիպես որ որոգում է երկիրը Let us return to the Lord the one who's allowed us to be afflicted but who's going to heal us the one who's given us difficulty allowed us to have difficulty but is going to restore us 
just and we will be like the sun that is dawning in the morning like the final rain. Եվ կճանաչենք եւ եւ էլ կհետևենք ճանաչելու տիրոջը։ We will know him and we will continue following him. Այսօրով մեր կարիքս այ որ տիրոջը մեր կյանքի ամեն օրվա մեջ ավելի ճանաչենք։ The need we have today is to know him better and better each day. Դրա համար իրեն շնորհին կարիք ունենք։ Therefore we realize that we need his grace. Եվ իրեն շնորհքը հերիք է մեզի։ And his grace is sufficient for us. And that grace contains everything that we need. The grace of Jesus Christ can satisfy all our needs. Amen. Thank you. Amen.